everyone, hunters, fishermen, women, children, outdoor sportsmen, the calendar turned to November since last weekend. The weather can change uh, quickly and unpredictably this time of year. Everybody from Iowa, the upper Midwest, knows that. But the warm temperatures have not followed any of the predictions, so it's really not certain where things are going this month. And if we look back, we have had an amazing fall. Let's bring in Bob Urban from Murray Bait and Tackle on the south end of Guttenberg under the Big Walleye. Bob, we're speaking on Friday morning, November 4th, and the weather appears to be changing. What's happening? Yeah, so far this morning, it's about uh, 8 o'clock here. Uh, we didn't get too many too many guys in. The guys that are going out are actually on the float. But yeah, it's, it's going to be raining here shortly. The wind's picking up. It's been windy for a f- few days now but the beginning of the week a lot of folks got out with really really nice weather Um, saw a lot of fishermen going for panfish walleye a little bit of everything this week you were our in the field reporter this week you have a microphone and will travel in this case by boat from landing 615 had you ever been out there to the fishing barge just below the lock and dam in guttenberg Geez, I've been just below it a lot in my boat. Uh, it's a really good area. It's a really good little plateau, and everything drops off around it. There's a little hole there. But I've never actually been out on it, and I was embarrassed to actually mention that. So I want to thank you, Ken, for getting me out of my little box and experience it. And then myself and my son uh, went out there and got to experience it. And it's a it's a cool little environment out there. They've got their own little thing that they do out there, and and folks are awesome on the barge. They help each other out. It's a good little environment. I didn't know they had that kind of facilities or gave you that kind of care that uh, Jamie was describing for you. I was uh, really quite impressed with that. Yeah, it's it's a full-service deal. Uh, I see a lot of the customers in my store here before they head out there, getting tackle, getting bait, getting different stuff for it. But I've never actually experienced it or been out on it, so definitely something I should have done years ago, um, and I'll definitely be going back out. We had a really good experience out there. Well, I think the reason that we brought it up was that in October, you know, a lot of people think, time to get my boat out, time to get it winterized, and then the weather stayed good, and nobody wants to fish from the bank uh, if they can go somewhere else, and this is a way to get out right into the same place the boats would be, in a more stable environment. So that's, I think, why that you decided to go out there and check it out. Yeah, uh, some of it was just for a podcast to see what's going on. But uh, yeah, definitely, definitely the area where you want to be fishing, especially with low water, those fish are congregating to those holes. And it does make it harder to fish from shore. So for a little bit of a fee, you can go out there and, and fish all day, really. Um, and he has got a grill out there if you want to bring food out. I I didn't even notice that till we started smelling that when we got on there. I'm like, this place is awesome. So, yeah, it was a it was a nice little experience for everybody. We'll have that later on in the program today. You want to make a, a a fun little announcement here for a surprise party. We don't have to whisper, but what are you working on for this weekend? I guess Sunday. Yeah, well, we kind of have to whisper. I'm whispering a little bit. Beth, that had the store for 26 years, has officially called it a retirement. She's, she said, she's talked about it for years. Everybody that knows her, um, can relate that, oh, I think this is my last year. Well, I think this is my last year. 
well, it's officially it's officially going to be her last year, and we are having a surprise party for her, 11 to 3. We're going to have food uh, here at Murray's Bait and Tackle, Murray's Outdoor Store. Come see Beth. Come give her a hug. Everybody loves her. Um, she created this place, grew it in 26 years, and, and she really is uh, one of the most kind-hearted people that I know. Um, in the business and and people from around would would tell you the same thing so if you're around if you're close if you want to travel 11 to 3 surprise party for beth uh this sunday a couple of days away when we're recording this so if you uh, hear that folks i have to agree with you she is a delightful lady she knows uh, both the fishing and the floral business and uh, she's a good businesswoman she and her husband uh, worked a great deal there to uh, make that place what it is. And I'm really delighted that she has been able to now make this transition and you were stepping up to take over the place. And I think you have lots of energy and lots of ideas. And if you can get an income stream, who knows what will be under that big walleye next year. Yeah, Ken, it's been a fun journey. It's nothing that we were looking for is the the shocking part. It was just we were trying to help her out uh, when we first came in to help her get the bait side of it going and and just something we really enjoyed. Uh, We're always behind the scenes on the wholesale end and the retail end is definitely more rewarding. You get to see people and talk to people and I kind of found our niche for that and what, what I want out of life and what I want for kids to be out fishing just to see people having a great time. So Beth if we can continue what Beth has for years to come, that's all we could ask. I always heard that a good manager surrounds himself with good people. And uh, we get to talk with Larry, your stepfather, uh, about lures this week. And we get to know him a little bit better. And uh, I have to say he's quite a guy. Yeah, he is. We're very lucky to have him on board with us. And uh, yeah, you'll get to see a lot. He's a lot more comfortable this week. Uh, definitely as weeks go on. And if you're ever in the store, pick his brain about walleye fishing, pan fishing. He's, he's pretty good with everything. So, Well, Bob, as we move on into this, we're also going to get to hear from your son. Nothing extensive, kind of humorous to me. I've been there. Uh, you take the microphone and this 12-year-old boy suddenly becomes uh, a mute. And uh, it's very hard to get much out of him, but I, I loved your interview. Yeah, seventh graders, uh, you got to love them. I see them in the store here. Hooded sweatshirts, shorts, mumbling their voices, not really talking. So I give every seventh grader in the store a hard time um, when they're coming in and they they don't want to talk or don't want to save for their hunting license or their date of birth or don't know their social or their last four of their social. Uh, It's kind of our job, I think, to give them a hard time and and you'll see Nolan, he's a great kid, uh, really picked up fishing and figured out this walleye stuff. He's, he's kind of a natural talent at it. So, Well, you can have them text it to you, Bob. Exactly. Text or Snapchat or however, TikTok it to me. I forget how that all works. It's a different world. We'll get a fishing report from you a little bit later on. This week's show has uh, got some interesting pieces, folks. So stay with us. We'll have more in a moment. Bob Urban with Murray's Bait and Tackle. Just got back with Jamie um, on a nice little ride and watching the fishing over on landing 615 fishing barge. Jamie, I'm really impressed. I'm actually coming out tomorrow uh, with one of your fishermen and one of your workers uh, just from 
based on what I saw today and how the fishing was. What do you have to say about the hotel? You said that uh, it was the old button factory. Can you tell me a little bit about that and the history of it, how old it is and, and what you did to it and when you remodeled it? Yeah, I started on it about 1995. The building was built in 1858 as an old limestone building. It used to be a button factory. And then in 95, I started remodeling it and got it done in like 2000, 2001. Have 19 rooms, ranges from a single queen up to a bi-level suite. It's got a whirlpool tub beside the bed, and a couple bedrooms up there. Can you tell me about the button factory? Like the river's low now, and I see people down here on the shorelines, and your little guys here. Uh, but I can see some holes. Can you tell me what what the button factory was or how that worked? Yeah, people went and dived for clam shells and picked up the clams and brought them here, and they were drilled out with the button drills. Uh, so that's what the remains here of the shell is the shell with the holes in them they took all the good buttons out of them and yeah that's kind of cool that that's that's here a little historic uh venue but jamie you're kind of a full service operation when i was talking to one of your customers uh justin out there he said that you guys pretty much will do what you want for the customers can you give me uh some of the other uh amenities you here have here i noticed that you have a full tackle shop with bait and uh fish cleaning station anything else that we're we're missing we rent boats out sell gas and diesel have a boat launch uh which is good to use when the water is either real high or real low yeah i've been noticing that i've been sending people your way on the boat boat launch we talked about how in the winter um some of the ice and stuff at the community ramp um and your stuff and then also when we're iced in and and you can't use the ramp or people want to dock is your dock always out uh, some of the guys with nicer boats when the city takes their ramps out. Do you know when that usually occurs? Toward toward Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving. And you can t- can you tell them the hours here at Landing 615 and how we get in contact with you for the hotel and then also the fishing barge for me? Yeah, at the, the hotel, um, you can either book on, check on uh, an email or whatever. You can book your reservation on an email. You can call the landing at 563-252-1615, and we can take care of your reservations that way. As far as for the fishing barge, we're usually down here from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. on the weekdays or weekends, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Weekdays are 7 to 3. Um, if we're not down here on the dock, it's probably because we're out there fishing with the guys, so there's a number you can call and get a hold of us. And we'll come over and get you. And when you're ready to come back, it works the same way. If you don't have a phone over there, we leave walkie-talkies so you can call us on them. Yeah, and this is a seasonal fishing barge, right? I mean, it's 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 most of the year. But can you tell me when you guys open up, uh, when you get set up, and then when you come to an end once we start getting ice, I would assume you pull it out? Yeah, it's usually around Thanksgiving we, we pull the fishing barge back. And then we put it back out in the spring when the ice goes out around the middle to the end of March usually. Yeah, well, I'm really, really impressed with your operation. I should have known uh, a lot more. I'm kind of embarrassed to say that I haven't even been out there on it. Um, Send a lot of people your way, and hopefully we can get more people out. Like I said, you gained a customer myself. Uh, I'm going to bring my son, and and we're going to go try the float tomorrow. So I appreciate it, Jamie. Awesome. Thank you. Actually going on a ride with Jamie Gamerdinger. 
here from Landing 615. We're going on a ride over to the Fishing Barge. It's a service he, we talked about last week's podcast. And it's a service he provides uh, for the local fishermen, out-of-town fishermen. If you're not able to have a boat, and it's a really nice morning, Saturday morning in October here with the fog just lifting. It took a while uh, this morning, didn't it, Jamie, to lift? What time is it right now? 10.30. Yeah, it took uh, a pretty slow morning for everybody on the river, but uh, fishing's been really good. What do you have to say about the fishing here on your landing 615? Uh, fishing's picking up. They're catching a lot of stripers, perch, walleye, saugers, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it's about prime time, I'd say. Water temp's just under 50s again. And we're going to talk to a few local fishermen on the barge when we get over there, but it's a really nice ride. It only takes a little bit of time to get over here. It's been a nice little stroll this morning. Well, we made it over to the fishing barge here, landing 615, and I've got one of the avid fishermen with me, Justin Grieve. He's out here a lot of the weekends, uh, really picked up the fishing habit, I would say, didn't you, Justin? Yeah, I've been fishing out here for probably 30-some years. Yeah, we were just talking with Jamie about uh, a little bit on the drive over here. Uh, really nice weather. It's a nice morning. I think the fog kept some people away. How many people on the barge today? seven or eight how's fishing today not too bad oh come on i'm sitting here looking at fish let's be honest 17 perch between nine and 12 inches and two saugers between probably 16 and 17 what have you seen with the perch population here on on the mississippi river it's exploded yeah it's it's done really really well the last few years it's just i call it a bonus fish at the store when people come in it's you're up here probably not fishing for them, are you? Or were you walleye fishing? or uh, Walleye fishing and perch fishing. I seen the perch were biting, so I thought I'd give it a try. I got a scoop of minnows from Murray's this morning, and that's what I've been catching everything on. Nice. What's the, what's the lure? We've been selling a lot of these. People fish them a lot out here. Half ounce one eyes and blue and white or purple ghost or uh, solid blue and purple have been working good, too. I see you've got like this little cadence you use when you're jigging these one-eyes that everybody talks about. Uh, what's the trick to, to it, you think? Uh, just follow the one-eye down with your rod tip so your line's straight, and when you feel it hit bottom, that's the right cadence you need. You need to feel it hit bottom. And just pop it up about a foot to two foot or six inches. Some people, sometimes they only like it six inches. You just pop it a little bit, and they'll just the saugers seem to like that better. They'll pin it right to the ground when it's low. I hate to admit this, honestly. This is my first time on the barge ever, and I've been coming up here for 30 years as well. I've, I'm more in the boat, about but it, time you become a fisherman. About time I become a fisherman. So, so I'm usually in the boat. It looks like, to be honest with you, I'm watching the boats here. Uh, it it seems like you guys are actually picking up. We usually always do better than any of the boats. I'll have to keep that in mind. I was actually thinking about coming out tomorrow, and I might. We've had people come out here before that uh, liked it so much because they didn't have to anchor their boat. They didn't have to do anything, just come out here and fish and catch fish. 
Well, I was just telling uh, Jamie the cost, you know, with fuel prices. If I'm coming from a half hour away, it might cost me 40 bucks just to in fuel just to get in here. And then I got to lug the boat up. I got to do this and do that. Do you have a boat or do you fish or are you just mostly shore fishing? I got friends with boats. I don't have a boat, but uh, I go out in a boat with a lot of people. But I'm, I'm, I fish on the barge a lot, primarily. Yeah, it looks like they're having a lot of success. I'm seeing a lot of stringers full of perch and really nice saugers, some nice walleyes here on October 29th, I think it is today. Back with Justin Grieve here on Landing 615 Fishing Barge. Uh, Justin, for somebody that wants to come out uh, for the first time, my first time was today, do you have any advice for them or any etiquette or common courtesy here? We're not busy today, but I know when I've been fishing up here, you can get, I don't know, probably 30, 40 guys on here maybe fishing. I don't know. When you come out here, usually just remember there's a lot of current, so if you're bottom fishing, Bring at least a one, one and a half to two ounce sinker because otherwise your the current will push your line into other people's line. Um, if you're jig fishing, just be aware of where other people's line they're at, and you know just trying to be courteous to others. Don't sit on other people's laps and take their spots. And if somebody's fishing there and catches a fish, goes throws it in their basket. Don't jump right where they were standing. You know. Yeah, that's what that's what I would assume. I, but uh, how many people have you seen on the barge at one time? I think we've only got about seven oh, on here. Seen it shoulder to shoulder. I've seen a lot of people out here. You know, when it gets like that, people that come out here kind of know the etiquette. You know, you just watch where everybody else's line is, and we're out here to have fun. You know, it's not a contest. See who catches the biggest. It's just to have fun. That's what I like about here. A lot of people come from all over the country. i got friends from other states that come out here. Speaking of etiquette, I've noticed some of the boats. We have about five or six boats downstream. It's definitely a good spot. It's where the barge is placed. It's in a really nice spot. But do you have any comments about four? Oh, he's got one on here. Let's see what he's got. Nice perch. Nice perch. I think we got, yeah, 10-inch perch. Ah, the boats. What do you have to say about the boats? You're supposed to stay 150 feet away from the barge. And if you don't, I mean, there's always a chance you're going to get your boat dented with sinkers. Or, I mean, I've seen people before where they brought their boats in right close to the barge where people are fishing, and they get hit with sinkers. Yeah, we've heard some stories at the store that there can be some, some issues with that. But if everybody's kind of playing along, the river's huge, these guys have the float to fish off of, uh, the boats can kind of move around. It seems like it's a really good fishery. looks like it is in the fall. Uh, today it looks like you guys are catching nice fish so I'm thinking you might go home with a limit what do you think mm, I don't know I don't want to jinx myself I think I just did no I just caught a fish right up <laughs> so yeah no thanks for the information is there any other uh, things on the barge I need to know about or etiquette any restrooms anything like that for yeah, the ladies or anything that restrooms on here Okay, so there are restrooms. Anything else? How do we get back and forth if we need to get back? I'll take you on the shuttle, the boat. There's a boat from the landing that brings you out to the barge and back. And if you need more bait or something, whoever's running the boat will usually go get you bait or bring you whatever you need. And how do we contact them? Is there numbers posted? or? Yes, there's numbers posted on the door of whoever's working. And uh, then you just call that number. And if I'm out here working, I'll come in and get you. Or if I'm in, you know, or we're off getting bait for somebody or jigs or sometimes food, just call and we'll be right back to bring you over. That's awesome. It sounds like a full service operation out here at Landing 
615 in the fishing float. So, Justin, I appreciate uh, the time you gave us, and good fishing. All right, thank you. Here with one of our youngest employees at the store, uh, my son Nolan. He turns 13 in December. Uh, this week we went out to the Landing 615 fishing barge. We interviewed some guys out there. We're going to talk to Nolan just for a few seconds. He's a little shy, but um, if you're ever in the store, say hi to him. He's working the register. He's doing anything in the store. Um, pretty much can run the business for us. But We went out after Saturday. We went out, interviewed some folks out on the fishing barge. Uh, really liked it. Sunday, Nolan and I ended up coming out when things slowed down out there. People uh, got their limits. Nolan, what did you think of the fishing barge? for your first time was it a success yeah yeah it was pretty successful for us uh what was your biggest well we had some saugers what else did we catch for species of fish we caught perch walleye and uh stripers yeah it seems like that was the the best bite uh out at the float what was your biggest walleye and what were you using do you remember the lure that we were using i think uh grandpa Odie is larry or is Nolan's grandpa and he's going to be talking about the infamous one eye on lures with Larry uh, this week. What was our what was our lure and the color that we were using? Do you remember the best color? We were using a purple one eye. Yeah purple and blues is what we're working uh, Sunday. What was your biggest walleye that you caught? I think you and I shared each. We each got uh, it was an over. It's a slot fish. Anything 20 to 27 we had to throw back, but what was your biggest walleyes? Uh, my biggest was a 21 and a half, and on my last cast of the day, I caught a 19 and a half. Yeah, Justin, that works for the the Landing 615, was just coming to pick us up. I come out of the restroom there. They have facilities there on the float, and one of the guys was netting a walleye for Nolan. It was 19 and a half, and he's like, we're taking this one home. So. A uh, very successful trip out on landing 615. Thanks to Jamie. Thanks to Justin. Thanks for all the guys helping us. It's a really good community effort out there. Uh, guys netting fish, guys catching perch, guys catching walleyes. What do you think, Nolan? Pretty successful? Yeah. I would recommend it to anybody. Um, they're open till Thanksgiving, and they should uh, should just the bite should continue and get even better. <laughs> Ken Root, and if you go into Murray Bait and Tackle on the south end of Guttenberg under the big walleye, you may not find Bob Urban, but you may find Larry Eubanks. And what I'm getting from a number of people is that they really like Larry. Uh, we won't say they like Larry more than Bob, but it seems to be a toss-up right now. And Larry is kind enough to talk to us about some of his fishing expertise that he's gained over a lifetime. So, Larry, a question for you. Um, how did Bob ever talk you into working there? Yeah, well, good morning, Ken. And um, actually, Bob has been my stepson for 22 years. So we kind of started the whole stick and tackle and Murray Outdoors um, in our garage probably 15 years ago, and he's just kept going with the idea and has been very, very successful and uh, has worked his way up to uh, running different routes across the state of Iowa and selling bait and tackle. 
Well, I can tell you're a fan and an advocate, but you were retired and you went to work, huh? Yeah, I retired a couple of years ago, and I'll be 67 coming up here. So when I retired, uh, he had a job ready for me, so I work uh, a couple, couple, two to three days a week up at Murray Outdoors. Well, that is awfully kind of him, just to keep you out of the pool hall and off the streets. <laughs> pretty much so, pretty much so. And he's got to pay me a little money, too. So he's taken this whole thing on himself, and uh, I've just been around for the last, how many years for him just to help him uh, any way I can and uh, to get his bait and tackle business going and uh, he's very successful these days. Lures with Larry is what Bob envisions and last week he talked to you for the first time and you got into this Dubuque rig but he didn't think you really got into it deep enough so tell me what that is and uh, how you can catch fish with it. Yeah, Ken, we just kind of went over it last week and never got it completely detailed in the first uh, interview, but the uh, Dubuque rig is something that happened many years ago, and um, and it's a three-way system, so there's so many different ways to rig that thing up, and um, it's actually a three-way swivel that comes down. You can tie your pole onto one of them. On the bottom, you can run a uh, line down with a jig head on it, plastic on it, or just a weight on it. And then on the third uh, part of the swivel, you run a six-foot leader out the back, four-foot, three-foot leader, and you have a bunch of different options on that also. And it's something you just go along with your boat and, and drag it along at very, very slow speeds, and you can actually catch a fish on the bottom with the jig or on the trailer can be a hook with a minnow, a night crawler. Um, I actually run them that way with crankbaits on the back end. So the Dubuque rig has just so many different options to use. And I have them pre-tied here at the shop. Anybody can stop in, take a look. If you're not a walleye fisherman or sauger fisherman, you can come and we can help the, uh, get you set up and uh, tie you up some rigs and show you a bunch of different options that you can use with that Dubuque rig. Would it be too far to say that this is giving you a sampling of uh, several different levels of the river just to see what's biting? Yeah, actually, you know, there's all different species of fish that will hit that. You'll catch bass on it. I've caught catfish off the back end of it, uh, ring perch, and, and everything. So it's a, it's just a good rig set up for all-around fish, but certain times of the year I just use it for walleye fishing. Um, works great on the wing dams, around the dams, up and down the river. So it's uh, got so many different options, and like I say, I have a lot of, of that equipment tied up and displayed up here, so anybody can come in at any time and take a look at what we got and get you set up with a Dubuque rig or three or a three-way rig also. Let me ask you one other thing, Larry, and that sure. is this one-eye that many people are saying is really working well for walleye this fall. Have you gotten that feedback coming into the shop? Oh, I have, and I've also, just today, I'm working right now, I've had 15 people in just for the one-eye, and it, it's a long lead, uh, thin-type, uh, lure, uh, treble hook on top, one on the bottom, and we paint them in so many different colors. 
and um, you just uh, you can use just the one eye, and you let it to the bottom, bring it up six, eight inches, let it to the bottom, and then also you can tip it with a minnow. And I was actually out Monday, and uh, we did pretty well, and it was uh, just we tipped it with a minnow, and uh, that made all the difference in catching fish that afternoon. Well, Larry, it is uh, delightful to talk to you, and apparently you know that shop from one end to the other now. Uh, you've got two of you guys, at least, who are able to fully service people who come in between 6A and 5P. Yeah, and that's correct. So we're uh, open Monday through Saturday, 6 to 5. Uh, Sundays is 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. So we always have somebody here that can help you get set up for whatever you'd like to do on the Mississippi River for fishing. Thanks for being a great guy, and uh, folks can look for your uh, distinguished uh, mustache. Uh, That's here. correct. Yep, I, yep. Just uh, grew all that back a few years ago. Take care of yourself. Thank you. For all right, talking. Ken. Nice talking to you. Thank you. Ken, I'm actually excited to say that how's the bite? I usually hear it from everybody else. Hey, how's the bite? How's the bite? I actually got out um, a few days and, and tested for myself, so um, a little frustrating. I uh, went out Monday, uh, knew exactly, went crappie fishing just exclusively for crappies. I got some nice ones last year, so I wanted to go for some size. Um, exactly what the guys were saying all summer. Uh, you catch one of those nice ones, I got a 13 and a half right away. It can be a curse. It can be a curse to you because I stat around that brush pile casting for an hour. Went to the next one, did the same thing, got like a 12. Uh, I needed to hit the piles and move. They weren't grouped up as much as they were the week before, it seemed like. So water temperature came up, uh, 52, 53. We're back down to 50s. Somewhere in there, I think the fish are just kind of figuring out what's going on with these warmer temperatures as well. Um, Sunday, we went out on the barge. We did really good on perch, stripers, uh, saugers, walleyes. Um, then just the last few days, the wind picked up, didn't get a lot of guys out and with, uh, with fishing. So what we did notice, uh, midweek and earlier week, a lot of bluegills were being caught, a lot of big bluegills and big bluegills on minnows, which wouldn't be the, the bait that most folks would use for bluegills. They usually go with red worms, red worms or wax worms, but, uh, the crappie fishing, those guys are picking up some nice bluegills on little minnows, crappie minnows. So, um, same thing, just not a crazy, crazy bite this year, not a really good bite. I'd say an average walleye sauger bite. Smallmouth are going on the wing dams still. Um, everything kind of moved up a little bit shallower, I think, with the warmer water when you were panfish, and I didn't get anything out deep. But, boy, there are schools of uh, stripers if you want to fish for stripers out there. Anything shiny, anything white, I always recommend for that. And uh, I could just see that on my... My hummingbird helix on the side imaging, there's just a lot of schools of stripers out there in the river right now. Definitely low water. Uh, the winds are going to be a factor this weekend and looks like early into the week, Bob. Yeah, a lot of wind. Uh, we probably won't see a ton of guys out and about. We did have some guys in the morning. You just got to come a little earlier uh, before the wind picks up. We are going to have some rain today um, and then into tomorrow. So tomorrow night looks good. Sunday looks good as far as... Uh, getting out there and staying dry but but yeah the bites here the bites been decent the only other thing I needed to let you know was that grass that we were complaining about up in La Crosse, Genoa, 
Linksville, just north of us, is starting to trickle down. Um, guys complain about it, uh, heard it in the store already, all that grass, that grass. We do not have it near as bad as what they have it. Um, it's trickling down, the wind will blow it. You just have to work around it. Uh, your your favorite spot might not be your favorite spot when there's a bunch of grass in there, so you might have to move to a different spot. But that was a little little frustrating when you're in the current Monday. I noticed a little few spots where you couldn't do what you wanted to do, but that's just a variable we have to deal with every fall here on the Mississippi River and and uh, something we have to deal with. We don't have to deal with the locks opening up and shutting much, but it's supposed to be getting one to two inches of rain. That might help. Uh, but I don't know if they're going to let us keep it or send it down to New Orleans. Cause I've been seeing some pictures down there where it is even worse down there than it is up here, obviously. So Another good week. People have been fishing later in the season. We haven't any indication of when we're going to roll to ice fishing, but I'm sure there's people that are eager for that to happen. Everybody who comes into Murray Bait and Tackle on the south end of Guttenberg talks about you and Larry and how much information that they can get and the wide array of items you've got available. Yeah, we haven't even, we were going to start thinking ice, and we haven't got around to that yet. Um, I mean, water temperature at 50-something, so I'm thinking we might we might work on it when it's raining here this weekend and, and start pulling some stuff out. But guys are buying stuff here and there, thinking about it. Uh, just hasn't turned the corner yet. we still got a long walleye season and, and fall season ahead of us. All right. Well, keep in mind, Murray's open from 6 to 5, Monday through Saturday and 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Sunday. Bob takes two hours off a week to fish. For Bob Irvin, I'm Ken Root. Have a great week. Be safe and good fishing. Mm-hmm.